What's going on, everybody? What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Opinionated Brother Podcast with your boy Devontae, episode 55, man, 55. And happy November, everybody. Happy November. We are in the month of November, less than two months away from stepping in to 2019, everybody. Understand that. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I think about, um, you know, just a couple months ago, how I talked about, you know, our goals and everything, you know, just a couple months ago, um, you know, two months now, you know, from stepping into the new year. And I'll ask again, you know, have you um, been completing your goals? Have you been checking them off your goal list? Because now we're two months in and now it's that crucial period. You know what I'm saying? It's I'm not going to say it's impossible to hit those goals that you want to set for yourself. But it, it's, you know, those big goals maybe have to wait until next year, you know, maybe just to get your stuff together. But set small goals for yourself that um, those small goals that you have set for yourself. You know, try to get those accomplished. You understand what I'm saying? Um, I've checked off, you know, most of my goals. And most of my goals have also been um, pushed back. You understand what I'm saying? Just because of uh, where I'm focused at and where I am right now in your life. Sometimes you have to put things on the back burner. A lot of things that you want in life sometimes is not what you need at that particular season. And for the and for a particular reason. So, um <clears throat> sometimes we need to look in a different mindset, you know what I'm saying? You know, we get so upset when we don't get what we want so quick and so early, but you know, look at it from a different angle and think about uh, think about it maybe as, you know, maybe I don't need it right now. Something something is, you know, if I don't need it right now, it's it's for a reason. You understand what I'm saying? So, uh let's let's make November, you know, a real good one. Um, and I need people to stop skipping over Thanksgiving like Thanksgiving ain't a holiday. You know what? Ever since Halloween left, ever since November 1st came, all I have been seeing is Christmas shit. Now, don't get me wrong. I love Christmas. I ain't mad at you. But honestly, I love Thanksgiving more. Why? Because I don't, I, I, it just feels like all the family come together on Thanksgiving. On Christmas, you'll get spotty family members here and there, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, I just feel like, well, in, in my case, you know what I'm saying, just for me, I just feel like, you know, Thanksgiving is, you know, just that holiday where it's just, you know, just family kicking in football, of course. And, I mean, it's on Christmas, too, but it's just like it's a different feeling. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's a different feeling. You know what I'm saying? It's it's no gifts involved. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's just giving thanks for the people that you love and the people that's around you. You know, just giving thanks for family and friends and everything. You know, just, just you know, just giving that love. You know what I'm saying? But Christmas is also a good, you know, giving that thanks as well. But you know, we're not just gonna skip over Thanksgiving like this. You know what I'm saying? We're just not gonna skip over Thanksgiving. Okay. So uh, I know everybody dropping their Christmas deals and everything like that. I know everybody doing their early Christmas shopping. I got to get on the ball too, uh, and get my early Christmas shopping in. But um. <clears throat> Yeah, man, stop skipping over Thanksgiving, bro. Like, I feel like we do this every year. Stop skipping over my holiday. Uh, but listen, man, we got a jam-packed show for y'all this, this week, man. We, we we getting into some topics this week. Now, what we're going to talk about first, of course, is going to vote. Um, this Tuesday, Michigan voters, all Michigan voters, this Tuesday is our election day. Period. 
If you have not done an absentee ballot, you need to find out where your nearest poll is. All you need to go do, you do not need your voters, uh, voters registration card. I've already researched it, made sure, because I um, currently don't have mine. I had to actually request for another one um, because they messed up, uh, messed some stuff up in the mail for me. But all you need is your state ID and make sure your correct address is on there and make sure you are going to the right vote poll. We need to be out and voting. You understand what I'm saying? People are talking about, I don't want to make change, but you're complaining about how this country is and how your local communities is and how your states are and how this democracy and and, and, and uh, <clears throat> this administration has just gone haywire. Okay, well, we have a chance to do something about it. So that means we got to go out and we got to go vote, period. I don't care what side you repping. I don't give a damn. Go vote. Like, if you feel some type of way, if you feel like you want to make a change, this is your time to do it. And some people feel like voting ain't going to do nothing. Okay. The same people that's not voting will be the same people. You see, I talked about it last week. You see what happened in Georgia. You see what happened. They will try to implement laws like that if y'all continue not to vote. So we need to get out and vote, people. I will be there on Tuesday. You feel me? I'll be there. You know what I'm saying? So people, especially my people in Grand Rapids, the Allendale area, my local peoples, out and vote. If you have not done it, I've been seeing a lot of people on Instagram and Snapchat, you know what I'm saying, on Facebook, past, uh, doing their absentee ballots and voting early. Get it in. Like, um, I know Michigan can't vote early, but if you're doing them absentee ballots, get them absentees in, bro. It's too much going on. You feel me? So let's go out and vote. Because I know I didn't hit on this last week. Uh, I kind of forgot. (laughs) But this is a crucial time, for real, for real. You know what I'm saying? Um, So let's let's make sure we go out and vote. I'll make sure I post um, each proposal um, tonight. uh, Actually, um, uh, for Monday morning and everything, I'll make sure I post it. And, uh, yeah, let's make sure we get out there and vote, bro. Let's make sure we get out there and vote. So we're going to talk about, um, Trump and his, uh, his antics this week, you know, on the new episode, um, the FDA approves its first cannabis based drug, right? We're going to, I'm, I'm going to read about this, right? Cause I, I, I'm, you know, I got to get you all schooled on this, right? Um, we're going to talk about the best, you know, we're going to talk about Halloween, uh, <clears throat> Halloween costumes and uh, um, how Halloween went for everybody and my my favorite costumes on Instagram and the shelf life of Halloween candy, right? Because, <laughs> you know, we, we we still got that, you know, we still kind of got that, that Halloween candy that we eating on them Reese's Pieces. Um, what, them hard candies? Yeah. So, you know, I was looking up, I was just reading an article about Halloween candy shelf life and how much, you know, what the shelf life of candy is. And I just want to drop some jewels, some knowledge on you real quick. Uh, Nikki and Cardi B, it's really getting on my nerves. Um, but I'm, uh, I'm, I'm going to discuss it. Um, I'm going to talk about GV. Uh, um, honestly, I didn't want to, but it popped up on my Facebook um, about Grand Valley banning fraternities and sororities from alcohol. Um, now, that's kind of yikes. Uh, but, you know, if 
if, if you keep fucking up, you know, it, it happens, you know. Um, yeah, yeah, it, yeah, man, it happens like that. Uh, we're gonna talk, we're definitely gonna talk about new music, uh, especially um, uh, Takeoff's new album, uh, The Last Rocket, I think. Was, was it called that? The Last Rocket? Something like that. Yeah, The Last Rocket. Um, give my opinion on that. And then my brother, the brother question of the day will be, who remembers the old gray book? Now, I posted on the uh, podcast Instagram, um, the old gray book. Now, if you remember the old like grading book that you had in elementary school, low-key middle school, I think high-key high school, and then you didn't see it none through college, right? So I think everybody has now... And you got to be, like, of a certain generation, you know, and down, kind of. Like, I think our generation and those below us had the great book. I think Generation Zs and above, of course, um, grew up without even understanding what the fuck that was. You know what I'm saying? Like, I looked at that and I was like, bro. I Because I remember my middle school teacher just writing like 97, 98, 85, 65, like literally, and I'm just like, dang, like, what are you, and it was very, and, 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 and I will ask, the, I think I asked the teacher, like, does your hands hurt, like, and she was like, you know, it does, but they don't have a better way of putting it in the, in the system yet, like, they didn't have computers in the actual, uh, in my, my middle school at the time, they didn't have computers in the uh, middle school, so, Grade books was it, you know what I'm saying? This was what, like 2006, 7, 2005, you know what I'm saying? Like between those years. So they didn't really have computers in the actual classroom. So, you know, grade books was that shit, you know? So I want to see who remembers that shit because that shit was a problem. Um, my MVP of the week is Wazam Super. If y'all don't know who Wazam Super is, man, Wazam Super, I'm sorry, Wazam Super. Um, she, uh, I've been watching her since her fine days, um, literally cracking jokes on everybody, but, um, she is a now mother of one, about to have another one on the way, um, a fiance, um, business owner, entrepreneur, owns her, owns a multi-million dollar makeup line, uh, called the Crayon Case, and, um, when I tell you, it's just like, I love seeing, like, black just, just, I. It, it's funny when you like really follow somebody on 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 Instagram, you know, because I follow a lot of Instagram celebrities, if you want to call them, and I've been following most of them since their Vine days, since Vine was really popping back in like 2014, 2015, and when Vine stopped, you know, when when Vine just like kicked the can. I like disconnected from a lot of them for a minute, just getting. <clears throat> just getting myself together. But then when I got back on Instagram, you know, about a year or two ago, I, I got reconnected with uh, Rennie, um, you know, Tokyo Vanity, uh, Wazam Super, um, uh, Lala Malan, or if you know her, Lala Scissorhands. Um, even old people, you know what I'm saying? Like spoken reasons, like, you know, oh, 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 internet kings, like I, I, you know, oh, internet video kings or YouTube kings, like I, you know, who, who, who really paved the way for that. Like, I, I, it is crazy how you turn your fame into, you know, business, you know what I'm saying? And I think 
Wazam, or I think Super, I don't want to call her Wazam. I think Super seriously is a great, great, great representation of literally turning your viral social media fame and creating like new business. Even with her and BB Judy, you know what I'm saying? Like her and BB Judy. Um, if you don't know who BB Judy is, she got the miracle drops. You know what I'm saying? Like they did a lot of, you know, Vine stuff and the, and BB Judy doesn't even use, she uses a special marketing strategy. Like she uses social media marketing to its T. You understand what I'm saying? Like she doesn't do, um, TV. She don't do like Netflix commercials. No, she does it strictly social media because that's where her her base is she knows that and like for her to to capitalize off of it like these are two women who literally turn social media fame into like multi-million dollar businesses you know what i'm saying like kaleidoscope products in the crayon case like what like you can't tell me that's not boss moves like no matter how how they lives you know had to shift in order to get there, you know what I'm saying? They got there and they worked their ass off for it. So I just had to give her this MVP because she she doing the damn thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I literally follow her and I need her recipes, period. Um, and then, you know, for the next, for the second half of the show, we're going to talk about, um, I want to dive into a topic that I got into, you know, like, uh, I was talking about one, one show and talking about it with my friend uh, the other day. About just how black people, us as a black community, lost our sense of community and trying to gain it back now. You know, and I want to just elaborate on that and just just see where people of my communities are uh, heads are at. You know, when it comes to this 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 kind of topic, because the fact that. <clears throat> There is a lack of mentorship and role modelship. To me, is not a coincidence. You know what I'm saying? I I rarely get or got mentored. You know what I'm saying? So I want to change that kind of that kind of dynamic. And in trying to mentor, it's hard trying to mentor when you're not getting mentored by someone who one is going to understand you as a person, as a human being first, and then as a black man, right? And then, you know, then for two, to just accept you as who you are and grow you, right? And want you to change for the better and to make you better. Because a lot of a lot of what we see now and a lot of the stereotypical things that uh, or elements and essences that are in our black community is that, you know, everybody can't eat. You understand what I'm saying? And my thing is, I feel as though everybody can eat. We just, I, th- there is enough at the table for everybody, but I feel as though we have, th- there's, there's, a, there's a lot of missing links here. You understand what I'm saying? So we're gonna dive into that in the second half, and then we this this low key might be a two part special on some real shit. I might have to bring 
you know, a special guest on the show, you know, just, just for a two-part special, you know what I'm saying? Because I, I really want to dive into this topic, you know what I'm saying? Because this is a sensitive conversation, and I'm just giving my thoughts on what I think, you know what I'm saying? This is not to sit here and, you know, throw shade at anybody or anything or my community, because I love my community. I love being black, first of all, let me say that, but there are there are definitely a lot of stereotypes and a lot of hidden, um, just overshadowed shit that we just don't talk about and we need to talk about it so we're gonna talk about it period so let's get into it let's recap last week man so of course last week you know i put out a poll uh about what's more important right is the gender reveals more important than the weddings now a lot of people on facebook i put it out on my facebook poll and on my instagram poll and i appreciate everybody that voted you know a lot of people said no Right, it, it's not going to matter. Like, or or the the uh, uh, that the the marriage itself would not be affected, you know, by the gender reveals or the weddings. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like, it's more important. The marriage itself is more important. And I was like, I respect that. Um, so I appreciate everybody that voted. Um, but I still think <laughs> there is a uh, a dynamic around um, just popularizing a lot of things. And what we are popularizing a lot now is the gender reveals and the, the, the weddings, right? We're, we're popularizing a lot of that. And what we are also seeing is high divorces amongst our generation and like the generation before us, right? So that's not a that's not a big correlation. Like that doesn't match. That doesn't that doesn't balance out at all. And uh, it, it, it's to the point where you know you have to you have to question some of this stuff. You know, I, I I'm not gonna say I question everything, but I do question everything. I question myself for shit. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to. And is and sometimes on this topic. You know, people who are in that space of marriage and wedding and everything like, well, he don't know what he's talking about. He never been married. You're right. I never been married. You know, but why are you divorced? I'm just saying, you know what I'm saying? Like, why after a year, what happened? You know, like, why after two years, what happened? Because y'all said for better or for worse. You understand what I'm saying? And... If you are creating those vows and making those vows and you know what you're getting yourself into beforehand and you did it right, you won't have any discrepancies, right? The the, the wedding, the marriage, uh, and uh, the gender reveal for the baby going to be hype. Everything going to be hype. But if you, and I will continue to say this, if you're doing it wrong, right, I don't know what to tell you. You know what I'm saying? So... Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna leave that alone. <laughs> but um let's talk about this uh this FDA man. So let me read this to y'all, bro, because this was this was very interesting. Um so the FDA decided to approve its first um cannabis drug on the shelves. Hold on first. 
Man. So this was interesting. So the cannabis drug is called Epiduplex, right? Now, I don't know if this drug has been out already um, on the market, but it is Epiduplex uh, Cannabinoid. I think I said that right. Yeah. Um, so, so the first FD, um, and this is written by, uh, the Wichita angle Eagle. Um, and they said the first FDA approved marijuana based drug is now available across the U S according to a release, um, from GW, uh, pharmaceuticals. The drug Epiduplex contains cannabis, oil which is derived from marijuana, according to the Drug Enforcement Administration. While the drug is based from cannabis, it will not cause the high um, that is associated with marijuana. The use of the U.S. Uh, Food and Drug Administration said that's because it is THC, not CBD. Um, uh, that is the primary uh, psychoactive component of marijuana. The oral solution is approved for treating seizures associated with severe epilepsy, um, lineogastic syndrome, and I want to say this right, Dravet syndrome. Uh, the FDA approved it, improved this in June for patients who are two or older, according to a statement from the department. Um, and then the statement came. Uh, this is the first FDA-approved drug that contains a purified drug substance derived from marijuana, um, the department said in June. It is also the first FDA approval of a drug for the treatment of patients with uh, uh, Drivet syndrome. Okay, so this was back in June. Didn't notice, but... Um, Good. Well, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I want to say good for America <laughs> um, that they approved their first cannabis-based um, um, drug to the you know to the public. I mean, that's. I mean, if if it's going to help, I think the side effects were low. I think it was like diarrhea. Um, I, I think that's what, that was one of the things that I had a, that I had a, like a question or, or, or I was just curious about why does every drug that comes out, you know, why does every time the side effect, every side effect for every drug, right? The same side effect for every drug is always diarrhea. You always hear diarrhea every time, like every time you listen to the commercials, you literally all every time diarrhea is never not happening to you <laughs> if you take this drug if you take what they say like um tremphima something like that you know um uh 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 uh, uh you know like like some something like tremphima or i i even said that wrong but, you know, just something, just, it, it, it's just wild. You know what I'm saying? Like, why does every drug that comes on the commercial and that's so over-the-counter, literally diarrhea is one of their symptoms. Like, one of their, like, uh, you know, it, it's just, it's just wild. It's just wild. Like, but I'm, I'm kind of relieved that the FDA approved that. Um, 
and now I can be available in all 50 states. Um, I hope it helps. Like I said, I hope it works. Um, they said, they allegedly said the studies do work. So I hope, I hope it works, man. Um, so let's get into Trump and his antics, of course. Um, so he wants to get rid of the birthright citizenship law, which really means that anybody that was born here, anybody that was born here legally, but your parents were not legal, right? So the birthright citizenship is basically saying that you are a U.S. citizen if you're born here, even if your parents are illegal here. Right. So he wants to get rid of that saying, basically, no, got to get the fuck on. So what that intentionally means, he can what he's saying is that with an executive order, quote unquote, he can put in motion and, and, and get that out of here. However, Trump, um, what you fail to realize and the thing is, you just you you literally just say shit to hear yourself, hear yourself talk and. I hate the fact that so many of us get so wrapped up in Trump. I know it. I know it. I, 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 it's, it's so wild. Like, I don't, I don't even get wrapped up in this man. I let people just send me stuff about him now. Like, I don't care what this man has to say because we've dealt with him for almost three years. You understand what I'm saying? And his antics. So we should, we should already know, like, we shouldn't put this man back in office in 2020. So y'all should do what y'all need to do. However, back to the topic at hand. Um, the fact of the matter is you married someone that is illegal in this country, quite frankly, and had a son. So under the birthright law or the the birthright citizenship, your son is, um, a U.S. citizen. Now, somebody correct me if I'm wrong. If I am wrong, please correct me. Um, If you put this executive order in motion and this actually goes down, what that means is that your son is now illegal in your own country. So that means he goes back to wherever country him and Melania were from. This is why I say, like, yo, we need to... We we need to like trust me. Research is important. Like I know it. I know sometimes I don't research, but when when it comes to this fool and and his executive orders and what he has, I literally research. Eh, I try to research everything when it comes to him, asking questions to anybody anybody in the political field when it comes to Democratic, Republican, liberal. I'm asking, like, what is this fool talking about? This man don't even talk this. You know what I'm saying? Like, what is he talking about? Like, it's just ridiculous. Shout out to Cordell. What's the deal, Brody? Um, uh, like, I, I don't get what this. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you will lose your son. So the fact that you are just trying to make headlines again, I and the fact that people, what, what makes me laugh is that people get so worked up about it. Still, right? And I will continue to tell y'all. This man just does it for inter-fucking-tainment, right? Like, I was watching Blackish, and Anthony Anderson, 
was in, you know, his 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 job, and they was talking about, you know, they they it was on an episode where uh, Trump won, and they literally had a conversation about how, uh, you know, basically how white people were just flabbergasted at the fact that, you know, Trump won this election and uh, he was just going to bring so much tyranny to the to the country. And Dre was laughing and his boss was like, Dre, why are you laughing at a time like this? Do you not care about, you know, what, what happens to our country? And, you know, Dre just snapped in a professional way, just basically saying, bro, for 400, for almost 400 years, we have been that oppression. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all have not been worried. You understand what I'm saying? Like, oh, now y'all scared. Oh, now y'all want to be scared. We, like, we live a scared life every day. You understand what I'm saying? Like, minorities that come over here live a scared life every day. Black people have been living a scared life since the 1600s since y'all brought us over here. You understand what I'm saying? So, the fact that we as black people and then we as an America continue to feed into this man is a joke. It's a joke on us. Because honestly, no matter how you want to put it, he reflects America. You understand what I'm saying? All of this turmoil, all of this craziness, all of this, the shootings, this, this, all of this dysfunction that's going on right now. And I know I've said it like back in the day, like literally I've said that this was a good thing. And I, and I stick with that. It's a good thing. But at this moment right now, it's not looking good, (laughs) right? But I still feel like this is a good thing because we needed our we needed our ass whooped. I feel like God has given us a four year spanking <laughs> on some real shit. On God, it's like I feel like I'm getting a four year spanking. He played, he played a good campaign. And now we have to deal with it for four, what, two more years? It's crazy. What happened to Black Lives Matter? What happened to these 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 groups that were just so against all of it? Like it is just crazy to me, right? So people are saying, I don't want to invoke. How can I invoke change? Go vote. Go vote. It is so important. It is so imperative. Go vote. Because if if that Georgia law was a Michigan law, because I know a lot of Michigan voters did not vote for 2016. For real, for real, black people. What's up? I'm calling it out. I don't give a damn. Black people really didn't come out for real. I'm calling y'all out. Yeah, what's up? I don't care. You didn't go vote. So for two years, you see what not voting got us. And we still complaining. Well, what the fuck we complaining about? We didn't do what we needed to do. We came out for Barack, bro. I get it. 
Hillary wasn't it. Shit. Hell. But I would have took her over Trump. But because we are so fucking programmed to feed into some bullshit, that's what we fed into. Don't vote. They got us not to vote. That's what they wanted us to do. So at this point in time, it's time. We fell on our faces. And we bumped our motherfucking heads. So now it's time to pick our asses back up and do what the fuck we need to do on Tuesday. And then in 2020. Because if y'all don't want this shit to continue... If y'all don't want this bullshit to continue, if you really want some change to happen, make it happen. Period. Because he will continue being entertainment. And you will continue trying to feed into it. If you do not, literally, I don't feed into this man no more. But the fact that you're trying to sit here and Literally say that, oh, I want to take, you know, the rights of the children of illegal, of of not even, you know, illegal immigrants who are not, you know, legal in this country that are, or or citizens that are not legal in this country. You want to take their kids away because under the birthright citizenship, they're legal. Then you're taking your son away, my dog. Like, and you have to understand, you got to think. You got to think. Man, let's just, let's just, just vote on Tuesday. That's all I ask. That's all I ask. Um, so let's talk about Halloween, man. So I posted my best costumes on Instagram. And uh, let's talk about one in particular, right? <laughs> because, because obviously everybody thought that my mama graduated. <laughs> Now, not saying that my mama is not going to graduate. She may be going uh, back to school. Hint, hint. I may be putting some. Uh, I might have lit in the fire just right now. In the butt. But um, I have both my high school cap and gown and my college cap and gown back in the city at her crib. And uh, she was like, and we was talking. And I was like, well, mom, what you going to wear for Halloween? Because she works at Amazon. And I was like, well, mama, what you gonna work for? Uh, what you gonna work for Halloween? She was like, I don't know. You know, I got your cap and gown. Yeah, I thought I was gonna, you know, be a graduate. I'm like, hey, turn up. I was like, you know, I got my stoles in there too. You know, I got my my uh, AK style stole. I got my white BBW stole in there, and I got my, uh, my my black graduation stole in there. You can you can you can uh, wear two of those. She can wear the AK style when she's not a brother. Um, <laughs> um so. <laughs> I was like, "Mom, you can't, you can't wear the AK side, boy." Yeah, not that one, bro. not that, one. not that one. Some brothers, some brothers might get a little mad, but they're going, "She had AK side." I'm like, "No, that was a Halloween costume." <laughs> so, um, she sent me a picture of the costume, and I was like, "Dog!" Like she had it down pat, like blue, uh, uh, blue. You know, the the blue gown my cap and she had the YBBW stole on and she had the uh, black graduation stole on 
And on, like, she she glued something to her chest. She said, just graduated, right? Just a little paper that said, graduated. So I posted it on Facebook, right? The fact, now, I don't want to call some of y'all just, just, just crazy. But the fact that some of y'all thought that she really graduated on Halloween, first of all, I was, I, I had to go along with this. I had to. I had to. The first person, I think it was a lady that commented, she said, congrats. I did not want to stop that. I knew, I didn't think people were actually going to think that she graduated on Halloween until I seen that y'all really thought she graduated on Halloween. And I was like, oh, I'm going in on this one. I, I cannot. I was like, I can't. I'm, I'm literally about to make this a thing. I was like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm literally not about to say nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I'm letting people comment and it was like, dang, she graduated. Where'd she graduate from? I'm like, bro, that's her Halloween costume. I literally said she graduated. Crying emojis. Hashtag happy Halloween. Uh, literally crying emojis. And I'm like, y'all, first of all, if you peek the picture, right? If you zoomed into the picture, see, see, that's how I know people ain't looking for real. That's how I know y'all not paying attention for real. See, that's how I know y'all not paying attention in classes. And that's how I know y'all not paying attention at work. You understand what I'm saying? That's how I know y'all not paying attention for real. First of all, if you peep the picture, if you go to the picture, her YBB, my YBBW stove is from 2016, people. 16. It's about to be 19. It's damn, it's 18, about to be 19, people. Come on now, y'all got to get your years together. I was just like, Lord have mercy, people. Lord have mercy. I remember my brother coming, she was like, y'all, he was like, y'all foul. Y'all know y'all wrong. I was like, I was like, that wasn't my fault, man. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, I had to put her on there because that was hilarious. I did not think it was going to go that way. I just, you know, I just thought people were going to be like, oh, that was a dope costume. But really, really, people thought she graduated, and that just that just killed me. That was that was funny. Uh, I put another one up. One of my old coworkers um, and her family literally did a '90s theme that went crazy. I love the whole '90s theme. Like her and her two kids and her um, her husband literally just like they did that and i was like i had to share the 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 photo on my facebook and post it on my instagram i was like dog they did that and then if y'all seen i know it's went viral by now if y'all seen the kids that did the uh, the friday costumes bro that little baby who was the dog that got punched in the face bro i was like that literally looked like a little version of him i'm like who punched that baby in the Whoever did that makeup was flawless. That was, I was like, cause that really looked like his eye. That really looked like his eye for real, like literally getting shocked. You feel me? Like, like really getting. I'm like, damn, like that shit was wild. Um, but Halloween candy shelf life though. You feel me? So I was reading, I was reading the uh, article about that, and I was like, you know, how how long does Halloween candy last? You know what I'm saying? But you know, Halloween candy is just like twigs. You know, snicker. You know, regular candy. But then you know, you got them exotic candies. You know, the, the the old folk candy. You know what I'm saying? But the old folk candy lasts long. You know what I'm saying? But they said usually if it's too hard or if it's too chewy, it's expired. I ain't even gonna hold you up. I done ate some ex- expired candy. You feel me? I ain't even gonna listen. I ain't gonna lie. I'm I'm gonna tell it like the Ti is. I done. Sat here 
and a some expired candy. You feel me now? Low key is the candy where it's not I don't know, chocolate. It's like some fruit candy. You feel me? Like it's like the the little ones that come in the strawberry pack. You feel me? And they like hard on the outside, but when you bite them, when you get them real soft, you chew them. It's like real gushy on the inside. It's real good, bro. Them candies slap. I don't care if they 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 old boy. Even when they old, I don't see no mold on them, so I eat them. I'm horrible. <laughs> I'm horrible. But you know what? They they good, man. They good. I love them candy, bro. I love them candy. But I hope everybody had a happy Halloween for real. I hope, I hope everybody was safe during that uh, Halloween season. Um, I didn't hear any. You know, shoot them up, bang, bangs during Halloween. So I'm, I'm just glad for that. Amen. Uh, let's talk about Nikki and Cardi briefly uh, because this is ridiculous. So the fact that they're still talking about this incident that happened between them at the Met, was it the Met Gala or whatever private party they were at, is just ridiculous. And... Cardi literally went on a six, seven video rant about it. And then, you know, beforehand, I posted something about uh, uh, Nikki saying something about it on Queen Radio. And I literally commented and saying, like, listen, how about y'all just get in the ring and box it out? Like, are y'all like this is this is not important. Like this is I would rather y'all make a track. Get a bag together. Like, why? Like, this is what I'm talking about. This right here is what I'm talking about. Why are y'all beefing? For what? Everybody is trying to get a bag. Like, why is everybody messing up their bag? Like, everybody bag. Especially when it comes to the black folks. Why are we trying to mess up everybody bag? What is the problem? Because all this ranting and raving, y'all could have did a fucking song that probably could have went number one. Probably could have, probably could have did a dual album, went on tour already. Probably could have made millions. Boom, just like that. This is what I'm saying. Like I'm, I don't get it. What happened to? We gonna get into it. We gonna get into it. But anyway, this 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 feud is stupid. Like I said, y'all don't even eat beef, so I don't even know why y'all beefing. Chill out. Like, dog, if y'all really want to bang it out, please, somebody, call up one and one another and settle it. Settle it. Period. Like, meet up. Have a girl heart-to-heart something. And just settle. Squash it. Because it's ridiculous. It's too much going on. We don't, we, we don't need no more inter, inter-like racial and... And black black crime. Like it's just too much. It's too much. Please, man. Just just listen. I know I'm joking, but just stop. Just stop. Just please stop. Um, listen, G V, uh I know I know that transition was a lot of wild. But listen, G V, um I hope you're gonna learn from this lesson. Um so Grand Valley, um just bans fraternities or sororities from having alcohol. Um, which came, let me, let me make sure that that was correct. Yes. Lord have mercy. Dreams of a game with any little rappers. I'm just playing. I'm, I'm saying. Listen, this boy was on the Detroit Free Press. 
Okay. And when I saw it on the Detroit Free Press, I remember seeing it on a Facebook post. And it was on the Detroit Free Press. And I was like, damn, the Detroit Free Press picked this up? Wait a minute. All right. So it says Michigan University bans uh, alcohol at fraternity and sorority events. Grand Valley State University in West Michigan is banning alcohol at fraternity and sorority events after nine fraternity chapters. Nine. Uh, were sanctioned and were suspended over the past five years. The Grand Rapids Press reports that school leaders say that the decision isn't a response to any event during the current semester, which included action against one fraternity. Uh, Lauren Ruhlman, vice provost for the Student Affairs and Dean of Students, says it's because of what has been a pattern and alcohol is a common thread. Um... A task force of students, faculty, and staff will be formed to examine issues within and expectations among fraternities and sororities. The ban is until further notice. Whoa. Well, all right then. Um, I didn't think it was that serious. To get, <laughs> uh, I didn't know it was going to get that serious to get, you know, on on the news like that. Uh, you know, GV really don't make the news unless we, you know, like news news, unless we, you know, the last time I knew we made the news news was like Miley Cyrus, you know, the Lord of Wrecking Ball thing, <clears throat> you know, when the, you know, back in 2013, 2014, when the, when the dude was riding the Wrecking Ball naked. Yeah, that's, that's what I think put GV on the map for real, for real right there. And just the image building thing, you know what I'm saying? But, um, yeah, man, I hope I hope the fraternities, um, those nine fraternities and just fraternities and sororities uh, in general, um, I guess I understand that Grand Valley ain't playing. Um, they coming down on that ass. And uh, this was enough to get in the news. So uh, be careful. <laughs> uh, let's talk about, let's get into some new music. So... My dog, Takeoff, has dropped the album. You understand what I'm saying? And uh, I was really, really pleased, right? I'm going to give Takeoff's album a seven, right? I'm going to give it a good seven, right? It wasn't, it wasn't terrible, right? Like, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't awesome like I thought it was going to be, um, Cause I was, I was really, you know, uh, I was really, I was really excited for this one. Um, but it was really, really good at the same time. Like I'm going to give it seven, seven, five, um, you know, same beats here and there, you know, of course, um, you know, some songs in there that I didn't, I didn't vibe with, but uh, of course, Martian is my jam, uh, last memory. I remember lead the wave, uh, Casper insomnia. I fuck with all of those songs. Uh, infatuation. Um, I fuck with soul plane, Bruce Wayne. And, um, and then she gonna wink. I fuck with, she gonna wink a little bit. Uh, it was the production of it was really dope, but this, I think as an album, as his first LP, um, really, really set the tone for takeoff like takeoff is the the lyricist of the group he is probably the best lyricist of that group 
period. Um, I know I've had debates with people and they said Offset was the lyricist of the group. Offset, to me, is the the, the man um, uh, he is basically like the hype man of the group. You know what I'm saying? And I don't, I don't want to like say it like that, but you know, he got the 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 features going crazy. Him and him and Quavo are on, on on two different levels, but they're like on top levels. You know what I'm saying? And everybody has looked at Takeoff like, okay, he just he just riding away. Not not more so riding that way, but just like you know doing his thing, supporting his bros. You know, getting also versus killing it when he needs to, but just in his own bag. You know, in his own thing. Not really doing. You know, not really really out like everybody else. You know what I'm saying? So when this album, when I heard this was coming out, I'm like, oh, hell yeah. It's time for Takeoff to fucking take off. You understand what I'm saying? And I really feel like The Last Rocket was literally his shoot-off album. Um, so I'll get this a 7-5, man. This, I think this set him apart from his, you know, from his family. You know what I'm saying? From uh, Quavo and, uh, and Offset, for real. Because like I said, he's he's arguably the best lyricist in that group. And just having him uh, just spit, like, literally just go crazy like i think what was it infatuate or insomnia one of these two he was just going nuts on us just just going and i'm like you know he he tried at a pop song i think was so plain maybe or infatuation but um he tried it yeah like <laughs> it was eh. you know what i'm saying but um i really do recommend that y'all listen to the last rocket i think it's the the artwork was dope as hell. I want to know the artist who did his 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 artwork. That's 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 what got me. I was like, damn, that artwork is dope as hell. So shout out to Takeoff, man. I really think I really think they're gonna take off individually, man. They these these men are going to take off. Even though, like I said, Quavo album wasn't that great to me. I'll, I'll probably put Takeoff album over Quavo's album. Yeah, low key. Um, so let's get into the brother brother question. That, oh, talked about that already. So the brother brother question of the day um, is basically who remembers, you know, the grade book, man. So the old grade book, y'all remember the old grade book from like elementary school and middle school where, you know, teachers was literally trying to average out your grade. And you know how things have just changed now. Like that literally shows you how old we are. You know what I'm saying? Like old, old. You know what I'm saying? Like damn. Like not old, old, but damn we old. You know, things have just literally changed in that, like that quick. And it just shows you just, whoa, like things are really, really shifting quickly. And the more our culture shifts, the more like, or as I, or let me, let me, let me rephrase that. The more society shifts, the more our culture is going to shift as well. So we don't went from grade books to just putting it in Blackboard. You know what I'm saying? Or putting your grades in online and just boom, that's it. You know what I'm saying? So just looking at the grade book, I was just like, dang, because I remember that grade book. I remember literally teachers putting in those grades because it was just wild. So shout out to, man, all those teachers that put in them grades by hand. I did not appreciate y'all until I seen that grade book. Uh, so like I said, the MVP of the week is YZM Super. If you don't know who YZM Super is, she is the CEO and founder of the Crayon Case, her multi-million dollar um, makeup line, uh, all the way in New Orleans, baby. You understand what I'm saying? Home of that good jambalaya crawfish. Lord have mercy, Father God. 
Um, so I just wanted to give her that MVP of the week because she just, you know, she's really a great representation of just true black girl magic. Um, just really how she just turned just this all this social media fame into a multi-million dollar um, empire, basically. And still growing at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? Uh, she ain't done yet. So I just wanted to give her that MVP. And then the biggest loser of the week, y'all, Lord have mercy. So I don't know if y'all have been, you know, in the news and listening to this. So uh, Larissa Pippen, um, the wife of Scotty Pippen, um, or now, uh, well, now wife of Scotty Pippen, wants to file a divorce with Scotty. Um, again, so I, I, I believe that they've been off and on again for about, you know, for years. And Scotty just bought her a $4 million ring. And uh, Larissa uh, now wants to file for divorce with Scotty. Now, I give her this MVP because I didn't know that she was cheating on him with Future. And uh, Future, you should low-key get this too, but this don't even deserve you. Because low-key Larissa, if you're going to sit here... And Scotty is going to take you back. Not well, not even take you back. If you're going to take him back, and he's trying to make it right, and he gets that four million dollar ring for you, and you want to divorce him after you cheated on him with Future, that's kind of bold. But you know, like I said, I don't know that dynamic. But you do. You are getting this biggest loser of the week award because that's just kind of wild. You know what I'm saying? That's just kind of wild, man. Um, for better or for worse, right? Listen, but uh, we're going to take a five minute break, five, and then we're going to be back in a minute and we're going to talk, man. We're going to get real, real deep, real quick. Uh, so get in your head spaces. You feel me? Let's get it. Um, we'll be back really quick. This is the Opinionated Brother Podcast with your boy Devontae, and we will be back. What's going on, everybody? What's going on? We are back. We are back again with the Opinionated Brother Podcast with your boy Devontae. And this is the opinionated time of the week. If you hear a lot of fiddling, don't mind me. I'm eating fun dip. You know, with the stick and the dip. Uh, <clears throat> if you don't know what that looks like, watch my Instagram live. Or just go to Instagram TV. I'll be eating it. So, let's get into it, y'all. Um... So basically, I want to elaborate on some of the topics that I was um, that I talked about, you know, over the past couple of weeks. And one of one of those topics was why the the lack, the sense of, and the lack of community togetherness. <clears throat> um. In the black in 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 the black community specifically, and I wanted to examine this because as I was watching Blackish, I was watching how Dre was literally telling Zoe or really Rainbow how he didn't want to give her connections, you know, you know he, he didn't want to give his connection to her so. She doesn't um, just slack off and, you know, just just don't do no work. You understand what I'm saying? And honestly, I 
that sparked like a conversational starter in me. You understand what I'm saying? Because for so long, I've heard that, right? <clears throat> that as black folks, we really don't like to give our connections out. If we have good connections that can get your foot in the door, there is a greater percentage of those who will not give out those connections than those who will. Because one, <clears throat> I believe that we are afraid that the next person might take our job. And two, we are afraid of literally like just not being good enough, right? Some of us, not all of us. I just believe that. I just believe that's just, like I said, this is my opinion. Um, now, like I said, is it all of us? No. But I do believe that the sense of community engagement, this lack of, right? I was telling my friend, like there was a time we're living where hood niggas will literally tell you, make sure your ass go to class, right? The dope dealers, the real gangsters on my block who live on 8 Mile in Wyoming, who live on Illinois and Puritan, who live on the east side, who live... Uh, on the east side near Gratiot, actually. You know, if they knew that, if they really, really knew that you were not the gangbanging type or that gangbanging life and you just going to school and get your education, they're going to make sure your ass gets to school and get your education. I think that sense of ability hit when, you know, I think like mid-2000s. That 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 sense of togetherness was lacking by like the mid two thousands. I didn't feel that no more, and this is just personal opinion. I didn't feel that togetherness no more, right? Because it came a time where we were just killing folks. First of all, killing each other is way too much, right? Just killing, 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 just for no reason. And yeah. We telling our kids, yeah, you don't want to live this lifestyle. I'm going to make sure you go to class, but you living it. You understand what I'm saying? You living it. So what is he going, he or she going to do? As much as you sit there and tell them, I don't want to live this lifestyle. I don't want you to live this lifestyle. They're going to do what they want to do. This sense of community engagement has left. And honestly, I don't know. I don't know why. Right? I want to understand it. That's why I said this might be a two-part thing. Because I want to bring somebody up here. This mentality of we can't all eat. Right? Where do we get this from? You understand what I'm saying? Like, I, 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 and, and I know our backs, listen. We've had to sit here and we've had to struggle. As black people, tracing back down to our, our ancestral roots, we had to struggle. We had to play ball. We had to sit here and give in and each 
And with each generation, given the cars that we would that we had to sit here, and our ancestors had to sit there and and literally handle the hand they were dealt. So they had to do what they had to do. So yes, when we when we talk about toxic masculinity and femininity amongst men and or amongst black men in our community, when we talk about mental health in our community, when we talk about anything that happens in the black community, it hasn't been touched on. We have to understand that these are things that we don't like to talk about, but now they are getting exposed because we have to talk about them now. Because we need that sense of community engagement back. We need it because now it's not us just killing us, first of all, which we do, which needs to stop. It's now more of them killing us at a higher rate. You feel what I'm saying? But because we have so much thing, so much out in the open, like things are getting questioned. So what do you do? What do you do when you see your community losing its sense of community? You understand what I'm saying? And I see how and I see how social media has literally just split just you know just just taking a lot of the community engagement part out of community engagement you understand what I'm saying because if we're engaging with each other just through social media that's not going to help anything just like some of the Instagram celebrities that I look at these people actually hang out with each other you understand what I'm saying? They actually hang out, chill, are actually friends, supporting one another. Like, what happened to that? I want to bring people on because I want this to, I question this because I don't know why, like, why? Why do we not want to support one another? Why do we sit here and continue to just, um, you know, not want to just be involved in one another? Just pouring into each other. I don't. I don't get it, right? And I. I don't. I don't. I want to get it in order to to try to change this world. Right? Because I can't change the world without first changing myself. And then once I change myself, I want to try to help my community. Now, I get that people are going to change <clears throat> when they want to change and get it when they want to get it. And there's also time and everything that's involved. I get that. But at the same time, We've been doing things in a circle for so long, right? And I think I want to pose the question, and I want to answer this myself. Do we really know our black identity, right? 
do we know who we are as a people? Because we're everything, right? And I think that's the answer, right? It, it, that may be the answer. That's the, Every time I think about that question, I'll just be like, we're everything. Everything that this country is, is has been built off us. Like basketball, correct my white man created it, but who popularized it? Who made it into what it is? Black folks. The white folks weren't getting you ratings. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, would you have capitalized off of all white teams and they not balling like we balling? No. Football. Come on now. But in that sense, when we are given these jobs, are we giving back to our communities? I see a lot of football players, a lot of like celebrities, athletes, everything. Just celebrities, period, trying to give back to their communities. Right? But is it from the heart? Is it genuine? I hope I, I hope it's genuine. I want it to be genuine, and I really pray that it is genuine. But is it for just show and acts? Is it for image? Is it to just get your followers up? Right? And I, that may be for the newer generation, but even for the older generation. We've seen a lot of older generation celebrities do things just for their clout to go up. Just for them to get a check. Especially in our black community. Come on now. I'm calling it out. I'm questioning it. Because I, I want to know. I need to know. Like, Why don't we want everybody to eat? Why do we sit here and not want to be in a, in a, in a community? Like, we don't have to like each other. We don't. That's the crazy part. Like, what is... I don't get it. I feel like the white man gonna kill me one day. <laughs> because I'm in a space and a place where I just question everything. I love my black community. I love our hair. I love our skin. I love the way we walk, the way we talk. I love our all different shapes, sizes, and colors. I love our eyes, hair, eyebrow, nose, ears, lips, teeth. We're athletic. We're everything. We're everything. We have popularized and created so much for this country that this country forgets. You understand what I'm saying? You take us out of the fold, who do you have? Remember that. But as kings and queens, we have to remember that we're not peasants. You understand what I'm saying? Like we, I don't want to say all of us, but we have the mentality. A lot of us have the mentality of peasantry, thinking that we're not greater than what we are. And I want to sit here and tell you that you are. You understand what I'm saying? King, queen, prince, princess, you are black, king, queen, prince, prince. You are, you are royalty, baby. Excuse me. And that's why I question so much. And I, that's why I'm, I'm, I'm so into mentoring, especially my young men. And so much in teaching and, and, and trying to pour into young men, even older men, older than me, and seeing and trying to 
not even change, but make you look at it from a different perspective. Since being in Grand Rapids, I have not had a single black male figure mentor. I do now, but that's now. Then, like, and as a mentor, and as somebody who gets looked up to, that really questions, like, like, bro, they be like, I look up to you. Really? What, what I'm doing? You're doing a lot. You understand what I'm saying? And as somebody who gets looked up to, trying to look up to somebody who is like me around here is crazy. Why? Because to me, feels like, keeping a buck, everybody is in their own bubble. And nobody wants to pour into anybody else. Right? Nobody wants to do that. You understand what I'm saying? And genuinely, too. I'm not doing it for image-wise. I don't care. I don't care for this. I don't care for that. I want you to pour into me as a black man. You understand what I'm saying? I want you to pour into me as a black man. A black male individual. First of all, as a human being. And then how to navigate these waters as a black man. Because sometimes as I'm changing, my mind starts to change. As my mind starts to change, my theories and my concepts and the things that I thought were good or great start to be like, "Mm," you know what I'm saying? Like things change for the good. So that means who is going to sit here and accept me and pour into me? And it's hard trying to pour into others when you don't have anybody pouring into you for real, for real. That is right here with you. I have a lot of mentors in Detroit. I have enough. I have about two in Detroit. But as of right now here, I don't have them. And I've looked. No. And the fact that God literally sat there and blessed me with a mentor right there and there. It was amazing. Now, I'm not saying I haven't had mentors through my college career, but now they're friends. You understand what I'm saying? They're friends now. Sometimes we have to outlive our mentoring. Hello. I know when my mentor done with you. You can, you can come to me for advice for anything, but I know when I'm done mentoring. I know when I'm done with my... All right, bet. It's time to let go and let your hand go. You understand what I'm saying? I know when it's time. Because I've been in that position of mentoring, especially in college. So it's like you have to know when to let your mentee go and be like, you know what? I mentored you well enough or I've given you enough in your life. So let somebody else take the reins and give you a lot more. Let me let them pour into you a lot more and let me mentor. That's how it should be. That's how it literally should be a cycle of literally giving knowledge to people. And this is why I say I don't understand why we have this mentality. We are programmed, a lot of us in our black in the black community, to where we don't want everybody to eat. I told people I want to create a table. I want to have a table where if I got it, you got it. You take it and you create for others. But you always got to work for it. 
I'm going to give you connections, but if you ain't going to work for it, that ain't on me. That's on you. You feel me? That is on you. That's not on me. You got that good work ethic? All right, let me see. And if I can vouch for it, then I'm going to vouch for it. But if you go in there acting a fool, I'm like, oh, for real? Bet. Fire. Fire her. You feel me? We don't know how to really be honest with each other. We get in each other feeling like it's so much. Like, that's why I said I want this to be a two, three part special, man. Like, this is, this is, this is so much that I want to just talk about. You understand what I'm saying? And I want to have a guest host on the next show so we can dive into this, you know, for the like next week or two. You know, for each episode, because I want I want to dive into this concept of why. Because as as much as so much of this black love and where we are making a stride, I will say for real, for real, into being more inclusive and community engaged. But at the same time, it it, it also doesn't feel that way. It just feels for show. In my view, you understand what I'm saying? It just feels for sure sometimes. And um, other than my friends and my crew, you understand what I'm saying? Like the people that I know, you don't normally want to sit here and make new friends, right? It's hard making new friends. Let's keep it above. And in a black community, we are so quick to judge. Right, we are so quick to just look the other way, give side eyes, roll eyes, and everything like that. Instead of just sitting there and saying, "Look, bro, look, sis, let me just say hi and say hi." You understand what I'm saying? I don't say hi to a lot of women, and they just, mm, "How you doing?" You know what I'm saying? Like just trying to, you know, communicate and be engaging with you. We have lost that sense of community engagement, just loving on each other, just to love on each other, man. Like there are, I continue to say this, there are a lot of males just like myself who have female friends that just love on their female friends, just with, not with their penises, but just with love. You feel me? But because there are a lot more niggas who love on their friends with their penises, a lot more than it, it creates the stereotype that all men do that or all women do that. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just like, we got to get out of that. So, if you would like to come on the next one or two weeks, I want to continue this conversation. I want to continue. This is going to be the why part one series. You understand? This is going to be the why series. You know what I'm saying? The why. You know, because I want to understand. I want to understand and maybe some people can help me understand because I want to I want to get to the root. It is something that I question every day, like why we can't all eat. I talk about this every day. Like, why can't we all eat as black folks? Why can't we all help each other? Why don't we all have the capacity to have patience to help each other? Why don't we have this? Why don't we have, like, why? So, let's get into it. Um, I appreciate everybody for kicking in with me on this great, great, great Sunday. Um, I hope y'all have a great Monday and a great week going forward. Make sure you guys follow the podcast on all streaming platforms. Um, 
make sure you subscribe to Tyronza Hicks and Company, uh, tyronzahicks.com, actually. So we have some, you know, I, I, I got some new stuff. Um, you know, and a lot of people were very, very intrigued by it. So let me say this. When I created THC back in December, back on December 26, 2016, uh, it was actually Mr. Hicks and Company. And I remember the person, I remember my uh, YBBW sister, shout out to Ashley, who literally created my first logo, right? It was Mr. Hicks and Company. And that was the first time I started. That was the first I started my business that day, right? And literally, I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Still don't. But I have a better understanding, right? And But back then, it was just a company that a lot of people, one, did not believe in. Two, did not even pour into me how to go about creating. And I had a lot of entrepreneur uh mentors or so I thought right so at that time you know I was pouring into myself a lot of this has been a lot of self-reflection a lot of self-discovery a lot of self um triumphs a lot of self-trials so seeing my company now as THC Tyronza Hicks and Company I get a lot when I change it from THC uh to from Mr. Hicks and Company to Tyronza Hicks and Company, uh, and I used the moniker THC. Uh, a lot of people were like, "Well, why do, do you know that's a marijuana plant?" I was like, "I do." They were like, "Well, why are you using it?" I said, "That's my company initials." They were like, "What do you mean?" I was like, "Tyronza Hicks and Company." It was like, and they had to think about it. I was, they was like, "Oh," I was like, "Mm-hmm," and I walk, and I will always just you know walk away. You know what I'm saying? Just saying like, okay. You're gonna see like this is this is this is what I'm, I'm I'm creating something here, and you don't have you don't have to sit here and believe in it. You don't even have to sit here and give to it, but it's going to it's going to definitely be something. So when I tell you that when I brought in my new bag, uh, I wanted to buy me a new bag because. I wanted to give my book bag away, especially being in grad school now. I wanted, I just used my laptop now, so all I needed was really a laptop bag. And um, giving away my, I am giving away my backpack, my old backpack. So if anybody needs a backpack or um, if there's any organizations that are giving away free backpacks, not that you're selling backpacks, please, but free backpacks for people, or I would just give it off on my Instagram. Um, in the uh, GR or Allendale area, um, please let me know. Uh, so I got this laptop bag from Vistaprint off their promo uh, Teague website, and um, which was really really dope. And if you look on the front, <laughs> uh, or if you're on Instagram right now, uh, THC is on the front, and I was so super excited uh, to have this on the front of my bag. So people can see that this is real. You know what I'm saying? I'm not playing when I come to this. I, I literally grind for this every day. And, um, you know, the opinionated brother don't play no games either. You understand what I'm saying? 
So we will definitely be having some merch be dropping. Um, I got some good things in mind. Tell me, I, I, I'm going to send out a survey. Um, or maybe just let me know what you guys uh, want. You understand what I'm saying? Like, what are you guys looking for? Like, what's some good merchandise things that you would buy? Now, don't break my fucking pockets. You understand what I'm saying? Don't be all trying to be savvy and shit. But make sure you get some shit that's actually affordable for me so I can get y'all some stuff by, um, you know, the coming next year. Um, So, let me know. I'll put out a poll for that as well. Probably, you know, on Monday. And I'll put that poll out. Um, I'm giving away two free coats. Two free coats. So I bought two coats. They cannot fit me. I have two free coats that I'm giving away. I felt like I did not need to give them back to the um, ship them back all the way from where they came from and get my money back. I didn't feel like doing that. I felt like good deed, um, giving thanks. So I wanted to give um, these two coats away in my two bags. Actually, my bag. <clears throat> two coats and two bags. So one um one coat is going to be uh a regular overcoat and then the other uh, you know with a hood and then the other coat is going to be a button down business coat a little bit um black and then I have two bags, one a briefcase um and a, a backpack. So I'm going to give both of those out. So if you know anybody in the area that is looking for a nice briefcase, a nice coat, um, to go, you know, with their business clothes or just a regular coat and a regular backpack to just walk to class in or just, you know, walking in the cold because I know it's getting cold outside. So let me know, guys. I'm going to post that on my Instagram on Monday morning. And um, yeah, I hope you guys have a great, 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 great week. And just remember that life is like riding a bicycle. You understand what I'm saying? In order to keep balance, you got to keep moving forward. So keep pushing forward, people. Um, Like I said, if you really want to come on the show, make sure you DM me. Um, Y'all not using the email. Y'all not going on my website like I'm telling y'all to because y'all don't fucking listen. So um, make sure uh, y'all just DM me if y'all want to come on the show. And I appreciate all the love, man. Like I said, I know I be joking a lot, but I do appreciate the love. And uh, man, peace to the Middle East.